You know it. I know it. The Giants have to do more this offseason, even though we're mere weeks away from the start of spring training. There are still four of the top free agents are still out there. And I think the Giants need to and possibly and maybe probably will get one of them. However, however, what was the key to those championship teams in 10, 12 and 14 homegrown talent? We're going to top talk top 100 prospects next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide episodes three days a week for now, back to five starting Next week, technically starting tomorrow in the month of February. And so we'll do um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then back five days a week after that and through December. And so every day, your team every day, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So check us out there if you have not already, and please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're following the show. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if you place or excuse me, if your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And where we get started, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm not out here saying, okay, you know, I'm not at all. Some teams have to do this where their whole philosophy is uh, we're not going to spend at all. And we just, if we're going to be good, we have to do it through development um, from our farm system. Thankfully for the Giants, that's not the case because they have not had a lot of success developing through their farm system, especially on the position player side in the last decade or so. Uh, starting to change though, you know, I think, you know, we, last year we saw a lot of guys show up, guys like Patrick Bailey, like weren't on top 100 prospects list lists. And now he's not eligible because he played so much. He's not a rookie anymore. Um, and so he's not going to, ever be on them. Logan Webb was never on top 100 prospects list, and now he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. So take these lists with a grain of salt. However, however, I think it is always worth mentioning when we get uh, releases of top 100 prospects lists, and that's what we got from MLB Pipeline um, over the weekend, I believe it was, either that or on Monday or something. And so first of all, just to kind of not bury the lead the Giants had four players on the top 100 prospects list and and again keep in mind that players who are who no longer qualify as rookies will not appear on this list and so guys like Luis Matos uh, and Patrick Bailey specifically um, I'm pretty certain about Matos lost uh, and definitely certain about Bailey lost their rookie eligibility and so I think both would definitely be on this list. And so really, 
if you think about it, that's like six young players who are top 100 prospect worthy. Um, but you only, you know, other teams have similar situations. So it's not like that, that only applies to the Giants. But Kyle Harrison, he doesn't, uh, or does, I guess, still qualify as a rookie, meaning he could win rookie of the year. And hey, Jung Hu Lee, I think for the first time ever, by the way, it may be, maybe it wasn't MLB.com, maybe it was. They decided not to include international. Uh, free agents like you know Yoshinobu Yamamoto who got 325 million dollars he's not even on this list even though technically he will be a rookie can win rookie of the year and Jung-Hoo Lee and so Jung-Hoo Lee is only 25 so is um Yamamoto but Jung-Hoo Lee would probably be on the would definitely be on this list as well and so you know, if we count the four who are on the list and then Bailey and Matos and Jung Hu Lee, you are really talking about seven guys who are like top 100 worthy and guys who just kind of miss the cutoff by technicality or just by uh, virtue of playing a little bit too much in 2023. So that's interesting and that's good news. You know, like I said, I'm not here saying this is their only shot. They have to develop from within i think there are still good free agents out there cody bellinger matt chapman blake snell jordan montgomery i i i think the giants end up with at least one of those guys and if they don't i'm gonna give them a hard time about it because they need to do more and (laughs) people are not going to be very kind about another mediocre season and so why not I keep saying this, but go get two of those guys. Three, yeah, probably not going to happen. But go get a position player. Go get a pitcher. Call it a day. Kind of maybe work around the edges a little bit. But anyway, I digress. The number one prospect for the Giants is, according to MLB.com, MLB Pipeline, Kyle Harrison. And he kind of falls a little bit. Um Struggled in AAA a little bit, and then in the major leagues, he had some dominant performances, but he also had some struggles at times, and so he drops all the way to number 23 in baseball, which is not bad at all. And so the you know the write-up on Kyle Harrison, they give his fastball a grade of 70 on the 20 to 80 scouting scale, 80 being the best it could possibly be. And so that's a huge number to give the fastball. And the write-up, I'm going to kind of just skim through it and read some of it, is that um, they say the best healthy high school left-hander in the 2020 draft. He got first round money as a third round pick after dropping because of signability concerns. We knew all this. His stuff was just beginning to take off when the pandemic ended his high school senior season and he has dominated throughout his pro career. Blah, blah, blah. Strikeout rate. It's weird how they say strikeout rate 14 per nine and percentage 39.8 rate and percentage are the same things it's weird how we're doing that but a strikeout rate of 40 percent is insane he's striking out 40 percent of hitters uh in his first pro season insane um and at uh more polished than overpowering as an amateur um Harrison now owns a fastball that sits 92-95, reaches 97, playing well above its velocity thanks to its riding action, 
flat approach angle and the extension in his delivery. We saw it. We saw it at the major league level. Like when he dominated his first home start, the second start of his career, he just like carved up the Cincinnati Reds. And so uh, he's an exciting prospect and one who figures to be probably in that opening day rotation. And so if you're looking for things to look forward to, first of all, I would say look forward to the rest of the offseason because I don't think they're done. And secondly, guys like this, guys like Harrison. I mean, this is, I don't want to call him a high probability prospect because, you know, there is risk here with command and and mostly with command. Um, you know, injuries, is, he's got a pretty violent kind of delivery, um, you know, throws hard and looks like it. Um, but... Anyway, the final write-up here is, while Harrison's low arm slot creates a deceptive angle and shape on his pitches, he has yet to develop consistent control. Big leaguers didn't chase his pitches out of the strike zone as much as minor leaguers did, and he's going to have to learn to locate better to reach his ceiling as a frontline starter. The good news is that his ability to get swings and misses in the zone, especially with his fastball, means that he won't have to be precise with his command. Basically, if you can just figure out how to throw pitches in the strike zone, good luck hitters, because that's how uh, dominant his fastball in particular is, and then all the other pitches kind of can play off of that. He's got a slider, sweeper, uh, change up, change up, right? What they, they grade all. Yeah. Change up slider. Uh, I do believe he has two different breaking balls, the sweeper, which is kind of a new classification of a pitch. So anyway, number 23 prospect in all of baseball, not bad to have that guy on your side. So coming up in just a minute, who is the second of the four, top 100 prospects and then we'll, we'll also revisit some top 100 giants prospects of old one in particular who's kind of on the outside looking in and in limbo a little bit so all of that in just a minute and before we get into it i want to talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart which is food and diet and when i say diet i don't mean going on a diet i just mean for me food is like a chore and difficult and a struggle every day because I am very like particular with what I eat and I do adhere to a vegan diet. Yes, it's true. And, um, you know, it's around the new year and you can get started on your resolutions. Like I have like right now goals and all that with factor. So you're ready for the new year. Factors ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores. Hate grocery stores. Skip the prep work. Hate prep work. And cooking fatigue. I can't cook. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritionists, uh, nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolution. So I'm telling you, forget the stress, forget the groceries, forget the prep, 
and sign up with Factor. And right now, um, head to factormeals.com slash locked on MLB50 and use code locked on MLB50 to get 50% off. That's code locked on MLB50 at Factors or excuse me, factormeals.com slash locked on MLB to get 50% off. All right, as promised, we are going to discuss the remaining three players on this list, including two newcomers, two players who have yet to appear on a top 100 list uh, for the Giants. So that's exciting. You know, when when guys graduate like Matos and Bailey, even though they kind of just flew through, you know, they never really got their moment in the sun on prospect lists. Matos got some love, but Bailey got like none. So as I say with Bailey, as I have said in the past and say continue to say with logan webb these lists are not perfect you know because camilo doval you know never a top 100 prospect but one of the best closers in the game logan webb second place cy young award this year and he's still just like 26 years old so anyway they don't always know you know so that's the unpredictability of baseball. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so continuing on, the next prospect on the list, you can probably guess who it is if you give it a think. It's Marco Luciano. And so Luciano is a guy, per MLB.com, I mean, he has at times been in the top 10. Um, And so to fall to 39, yes, a little bit of a disappointment, I guess. And it's based on, um, you know, he's just, he's dealt with some injuries and he's dealt with some struggles at times at various levels in the minors and then he didn't exactly like destroy major league pitching when he came up and he didn't get much of an opportunity i didn't really like that i've i was super vocal about not liking how they pinch hit for him in his first game it's an entertainment businessman and the fans were there to see him and they were like chanting his name and then they pinch hit for him come on and then gabe kapler gets fired not long afterwards <laughs> so um I don't think you're going to see as much of that with Bob Melvin, and I think that's a good thing. So um, the report here is that the Giants dominated the international market in the 1950s, but have had little success since. With Pablo Sandoval and Camilo Duvall, they're only homegrown all-stars to come from that source in the last 60-plus years. Wow, this is blowing my mind as I read this. They have hopes that Luciano will herald a reversal of fortune after signing for $2.6 million as the top middle infielder in the 2018 crop. Worth pointing out, um, Marco Luciano and Luis Matos both signed in that 2018 international signing period, and that was the previous regime. So, you know, credit where credit is due, Luciano, Matos not picked not signed by this current regime. It was the previous one. Um, Despite losing 2020 to the pandemic, dealing with back issues in 22 and 
three. He needed just 280 games in the minors before making his major league debut at age 21 in July of this year, of 2023. Few players have more bat speed than Luciano, whose electric right-handed stroke produces huge exit velocities, plus-plus raw power to all fields. We saw that. We saw, like, gap-to-gap, like or line-to-line, I should really say. But he's also an extremely aggressive hitter. I disagree with that. He he may he may have been in the past, but he's made huge strides. I think we saw huge strides from Casey Schmidt. We saw huge strides from Luis Matos, and we saw huge strides from Marco Luciano in terms of improving what was a tendency to be extremely aggressive. So I don't think this is right. I think I think they kind of missed watching him. And you look at his walk rate; it was like fourteen percent of the major leagues, which is like nearly double the league average, if not more. So extremely aggressive hitter whose plate discipline has wavered as he has rushed through the minors. He pummeled lefties, but struggled against breaking balls from righties last season checks out. And he also had difficulty avoiding chasing changeups out of the zone. Okay. That's a little more granular than I was getting. Even though San Francisco is counting on Luciano to win its shortstop job in 24, most evaluators outside the organization think he's better suited for third base or right field. He has solid arm strength, but just fringy speed and range at short, where he's a bit error prone, oh no, and an average defender at best. But if his power translates as expected, he'll be a star no matter where he plays. So I just thought that was worth reading in its in its entirety just to get to that last line. Like, even if he has to move off the premium position of short, MLB.com says he's going to be a star if that power kind of comes to fruition. And so he's going to get a shot. And it doesn't, you know, I remember the Dodgers were insistent that Corey Seager could play shortstop. And a lot of people thought he couldn't. And he did. And this was when Farhan Zaidi was their general manager. And and I feel like Marcus Simeon was the same way. And, and Farhan Zaidi was in Oakland, too. And so, you know, there's a track record. Like, if you can possibly stick it short, they try to make it work. And Crawford is a free agent and not coming back. Um, and so, you know, for those reasons, I, I think – they probably do continue to let him play short and the outfield is pretty crowded, but you start to look ahead and, you know, this is the last year of the deal for Michael Conforto and Austin Slater, both free agents at the end of 24. And so, you know, if it doesn't work out, there are other alternatives where you can play this guy, but he's exciting. Um, I think there's a little more risk with him than there is with Kyle Harrison, hence the ranking, right? I think the ranking kind of speaks to that. And also, um, you know, maybe a guy who there's a little more, you know, the low, not, 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 not a super high batting average necessarily, but hope, you know, we've heard like 30, 40 home run type power, Carlos Correa type comps. Another guy who people didn't, I really didn't really think would stick at short because of his size. So we'll see. I haven't seen enough of him defensively, but I was pretty impressed. Uh, in the major leagues by by Luciano defensively and offensively at times. There definitely was swing and miss at times. But when he hit the ball, he hit it hard and he hit it line to line, as I said earlier. So coming up in just a minute, we are going to get into the last two players to appear on this list, both of whom are newcomers to the list. They've never I've never seen them, you know, in, in 
previous years. There may they other publications may have come out with their top 100 lists this year, but like last year, you didn't see either of these guys on anybody's list, including because one of them was drafted this this draft by the Giants, and he's already a top 100 prospect per. MLB pipeline. So we will get into who those players are momentarily. And before we do, today's episode is brought to you by our dear friends over at FanDuel. Um, Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate. And I think you guys, most of you listening, are celebrating more than most. Uh, Happy Super Bowl to those who celebrate uh, from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets, and also rooting on the hometown San Francisco 49ers. Huge congratulations to them on an incredible comeback win on Sunday. And so looking at the odds right now, by the way, uh, Niners slight favorites at minus 130 on the money line and the spread minus one and a half over under uh, at only 47 and a half. So that's pretty low. So uh, the Super Bowl, man, it's coming up. And love the commercials. Love when your team's playing in it. They just got to win one. It's been a long time. It's been, I, you know, I don't remember the 94 win so it's time with so many ways FanDuel has so many ways excuse me for you to end the season with a dub or two or three not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58 but you but FanDuel also has bets for which players will will score a touchdown uh CMC hello um so anyway you can bet on all that new customers join today you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of five dollars or more wins just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up that's fanduel.com slash locked on make every moment more with fanduel official sportsbook partner of the nfl all right here we go we're going to discuss the two remaining players to show up on this top 100 prospects list from mlb.com i was very pleased to see with the graduation of a Patrick Bailey and a Marco Luciano or a Luis Mato, excuse me, that we got a couple of newbies added to the list towards the back end and guys with guys with legit upside guys who were drafted by this regime. You know, there was always for me like questions with Joey Bart and with Elliot Ramos. And I did want to just mention Bart and the fact that he's out of minor league options, they have Patrick Bailey, they signed a catcher this offseason to kind of back up Patrick Bailey. I like Tom Murphy a lot as like kind of in that role. Um, it's a role that Bart could have filled if they thought he was good enough, but they don't. And so something's got to give because Bart has to be in the majors this year or else be designated for assignment. And so he'll either be traded or designated for assignment unless there's an injury that comes up as we get closer to spring training. I mean, the season is like two months away from starting. And so it's getting close here. But anyway, coming in at number 83, left-handed pitcher Carson Wisenhunt. Carson Wisenhunt was the Giants' second-round pick in 2022. 
He is a left-handed pitcher who throws a changeup that has a grade of 70 on the 20 to 80 scale. And so when we talk about, okay, what are you looking for in these players? A standout skill. You've got the power of Luciano. You've got the fastball, like a standout tool. Fastball of Kyle Harrison, the changeup of Carson Wisenhunt. That's what uh, really stands out. And so the the little write-up says, while Wisenhunt ranked as the best healthy college left-hander in the 2022 draft, he didn't throw a pitch for East Carolina that spring because the NCAA suspended him for the season after he tested positive for a performance-enhancing drug. He displayed his usual stuff in the Cape Cod League before the Giants made him the final pick in the second round and signed him for a well-over-slot Deal. He recorded a 2.45 ERA, 16 starts, reached Double A two months into his first pro season before before getting shut down with an elbow sprain in late July. That was this year, but apparently he's doing fine and is going to be ready to go for spring. They say, "quote Wisenhunt owns one of the best changeups in the game." Doesn't say in the minors. In the game, a plus plus weapon. That approaches hitters in the low 80s before tumbling at the plate. He can manipulate the depth and shape of his cambio and sells it with the same arm speed that he uses to produce a 92, 95 mile an hour fastball and that tops out at 97. Uh, Though his heater features some sink and can bore in on righties, it isn't especially lively and he must command it well to avoid barrels. The biggest key in Wisenhunt's development is going... uh, in his development going forward will be getting him to improve and trust his fringy upper 70s curveball. He's athletic and repeats his delivery well, allowing him to throw strikes and work both sides of the plate. He comes with the ceiling of a mid-rotation starter as well as a high floor. So that's a nice combination. And again, I won't put a ceiling on anybody. Logan Webb didn't appear on a top 100. Show me any, please, if you find it, I want to know. I don't think he appeared on a single top 100 prospect list. So I can't I can't have sentences like his ceiling is this because you had a guy who didn't appear on a top 100 prospect list who finished second in Cy Young voting and has been great uh, for three consecutive years. So everybody's ceiling is best player in the game, pretty much. Um, anyway high floor and he could help san francisco in 2024 provided he stays healthy that's one of the things is like you think about pitching and blake snell and all that they've got a lot of young pitching coming and and carson wisenhunt is among them and he you know he reached double a like they said and only an injury slowed him down but he's doing better now so another giant this time their first round pick 16th overall pick bryce eldridge the two-way player We've got scouting reports on his hitting. We've got scouting reports on his pitching. 60 power out of 80. 60 arm, which is to be expected with the um, fact that he also is a pitcher. The grades are better on the hitting. And that was always kind of what what we heard. He's 6'7". Okay. Enormous, but a short swing. So the the write-up is that he's the best two-way talent in the 23 draft. When the MVP honors at the 20, uh, 2022 18 and under World, World Cup, he's, by the way, uh, 19 years old after homering and spinning a shutout in a gold medal victory over Chinese Taipei. 
ankle injury limited to, limited him to the mound, limited him on the mound. I'm sorry. He continued to dominate both ways, carrying Madison High School to its second Virginia Class Six title in three seasons. He got a four million dollar signing bonus, 16th overall choice. He homered six times in 31 games and reached single A in his pro debut. So that's where it gets exciting. He played in pro ball and played well. And so that sets him up to go to, what, high A? I guess that was low A. Um, With the chance to be in double A by the end of the year, perhaps, or something like that. Eldridge's raw power ranked among the best in the 23 class and is his best attribute, his he already hits the ball harder than most minor leaguers as a teenager thanks to a quick left-handed stroke and the strength and leverage in his 6-7 frame. He can crush the ball out to any part of the park and also shows some feel for hitting with a relatively compact swing for his size and a disciplined approach. I mean, come on. We're talking like crazy things here. Despite his below average speed, Eldridge is more athletic than most players his size. After displaying soft hands plus arm strength at first base as an amateur, he spent his first pro summer in right field. He has the arm for right, but his range is fringy, so he still projects more as a first baseman who can provide at least average defense. Though most scouts believe Eldridge has more upside as a hitter, he asked for the opportunity to play both ways as a pro, and the Giants will grant that wish in 2024. He works with a 92 to 94 mile an hour fastball, peaks at 96, flashes a solid low 80s slider, and has the makings of a mid 80s changeup with some mild fade. He does a good job of keeping his long limbs in sync, repeating his delivery, and providing strikes. So there you have it. I mean, this guy is super interesting. Bryce Eldridge, their number one, you know, first round pick in 2023, definitely a name to watch. The 6'7 with the short swing and the enormous power and hitting the ball harder than most minor leaguers, even though he's just a teenager. All of that is very, very exciting. And uh, yeah, like I said, um, think back to the championship era and think of what that team was comprised of and look at like the Atlanta Braves and you look at Acuna and Austin Riley and Ozzy Albies and um, many Michael Harris, the second um, like homegrown talent, Max Freed, although no, they got him in a trade, but like young players coming up from your, your minor league system and becoming good players is so important. Buster Posey, Pablo Sandoval, Tim Lincecum, Matt Cain, Madison Bumgarner, and others, you know, Jonathan Sanchez. Uh, those guys were the key. And so while free agents are good and supplement your roster and can be key, key, key pieces to your roster, you also need your pipeline to produce. And that's going to be a big part of whether or not the Giants have success in 2024 is the guys who are here now in Bailey, Matos, Luciano, Harrison, uh, Keaton Wynn, Tristan Beck, and then continued development from guys like Wisenhunt and Eldridge and, and several others as well. So something to watch. And that's the top 100 list. And that's all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. Once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out so much. So thank you sincerely to those who have done so already. And thank you in advance if you're going to do it.
I really appreciate it, really. So um, anyway, we'll be back two more times this week. We've got mailbag questions. We've got we're praying. We're doing prayer circles and lighting candles, hoping for for a signing or two because the it's just stuck in the mud this the free agent class right now even though there's a lot of good players out there so hopefully that you know when any whenever anything happens we'll come out with an episode quick um so i can't wait to be with you again tomorrow thanks again for listening today you are now locked on giants